You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome to the Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we're delighted to be with you today on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. here in Chicago, and also on a live stream on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. We've got a great show for you today, talking about Catholic Charity's new St. Martin de Porres Society and two launch events that are coming up in just the next couple of weeks. As Catholic Charities continues to expand our client services and volunteer opportunities on the local parish level this year, we're also very excited to establish this new St. Martin de Porres Society, which is a premier forum for providing opportunities for intellectual discovery, dialogue, and debate on the mission of charity, the needs of our region and our community members, and the power of faith in serving. The Society was developed to be an engaging pathway for people to grow in their faith, share their knowledge, and learn and reflect more about how we can be more Christ-like in the world. As I mentioned, the, two, the first two launching events of the St. Martin de Porres Society are coming up on September 28th and October 3rd. And here to tell us all about them are Anne Kelly-Williams, a member of Catholic Charities Board of Directors, and Anne is also chairperson of the Community Engagement and Partnership Committee, and she is chair of the host committee for these two events. Welcome, Anne. Good morning. Also with Anne is uh, Matthew McCabe, Catholic Charities Executive Director of Strategic Initiatives. Welcome, Matt. Hi, Katie. Thanks for having me. So delighted to have both of you with us today. Uh, Matt, you know, you were on the Voice of Charity earlier this year when the St. Martin de Porres Society was just getting underway. Can I ask you to please remind our audiences, our audience what the idea was before this new forum came about? Yeah, of course. So uh, again, thanks for having us today to talk about this and just a, a pleasure to be here next to Anne and, and uh, share share the Zoom screen with her. So uh, as many listeners know, Catholic Charities has this incredible 105-year history uh, of, a, of a vibrant community coming together to serve those in need here in Chicago. Uh, and so through our revitalization process over the last few years, uh, we wanted to find more ways for that community to come together and engage around the big topics of faith and how it informs our, our works here at Catholic Charities. Um, and so that's the, the kind of, you know, origin of where this uh, society started to form. And the hope is that people will come to these events and engage and think about how, how does our faith inform the things that we do on a day-to-day -day basis, whether serving through Catholic Charities or otherwise? So I think that's really one of the things that makes Catholic Charities so uh, unique and special is the faith component that, that motivates our work. It's really an exciting opportunity, Matt. Can I ask you to expand a little bit on how the St. Martin de Porres Society fits into our other efforts at Catholic Charities to rejuvenate our work this year? Yeah, of course. So over the last few months, we've... Uh, been engaging in this shift towards this partner structure, partners in mission, partners in faith, 
uh, and partners in giving. And as those names might indicate, these are ways for people to come and engage with Catholic charities in whatever way that they feel comfortable or have the capacity or interest in doing so. Uh, and so St. Martin de Porte Society is really that intersection of partners in mission and partners in faith, where you get to come and hear important big speakers talk about the issues of our day, leave better informed about the shape of need in our region and, and nationally, uh, and globally, and think about what does that intersection of faith and the work that we do here at Catholic Charities mean for you individually. Uh, and so our hope is that people will come to these events and leave inspired, better informed, and more fired up to, to bring their friends along uh, to do uh, great works here. And Anne, I know that uh, you and every, all the members of the Board of Directors have been actively involved in this time of renewal at Catholic Charities. Can you please explain from your perspective, you know, how that started and, and how this has evolved over, over the last 18 months, two years? Yes. Good morning, Katie. And thank you for having me today. And great to join Matt on screen. We've been working together on this for quite a while now. Um, you know, a tremendous amount of work has gone in. Um, it's been done in the past two years at Catholic Charities. Um, as as we take on the stewards of this really great Catholic um, legacy that they have, always answering how best we can serve, learn, and grow. And I think that's the most important thing. Um, parts of that have been simplifying and strengthening our fiduciary oversight, which has really brought better focus to our work. Um, and returning the mission and service work directly back to the communities where it's um, where the needs are has been, I think, one of the most exciting components and something I've been working with Matt on. Um, I've been involved in Catholic Charities probably for over a decade. Um, and what I what I love most is the three core tenets that they focus on all the time that we start our meetings with, we start our work with. And, um, and if you keep that in mind, this fits so beautifully into that. And that is improving the lives and nourishing the spirits by meeting all of the needs within a faith-based community of respect, compassion, stewardship, and excellence. Um, and then we strengthen and empower people. Um, and it's that empowering that I find so um, exciting on my part. Um, families, communities, for building pro programs that provide lasting change. Um, and finally, we create and share opportunities for living out our faith um, through service, community network, and dialogue. And that's this, this is where our strategy for divorce fits in so well. Um, as Matt talked um, earlier, or Sally has been talking a lot lately, um, using a quote of um, Pope Francis about how God is young and always talks about innovation. Um, and that is something that's been really at the heart of what's been um, um, in, inspiring us these last few years. Um, and I had the great pleasure to work with Neil Johnson on the board of directors probably for four or five years now. And he was always the one to push us and to encourage us really joyfully to adapt and to innovate um, and to really embrace change as a part of the essential growth and life of every organization um, and for us as individuals. Um, so St. Martin de Porres was really found as the center of that innovation. Um, and we're so excited to look forward to these events. It really is such a natural extension of our work to not only uh, be um, continuing the operation of our work on, on the local parish level and assisting clients literally where they're at, but also pulling back and talking about some of the issues that create such hardships in their life and seeing how we can all be more engaged uh, and, and living out our faith as actively as possible to help our neighbors in need. Absolutely. 
absolutely right where they are. Yeah. And when we're, um, you know, we're very active in Chicago and Lake County, and when you return that focus and that listening dialogue right to the community, um, you can adapt and innovate and meet their needs right as they're being created. And so the St. Martin's de Porres Society was created, um, and these two launch events are coming up uh, September 8th and October 3rd. Can I ask you each to share the, what will happen at these events and, and uh, um, all the details of how people can register? May I, Matt, may I start with you? Yeah, of course. Uh, and so uh, as, as uh, Ann brought up, you know, God is young, and, and I think also this, uh, this event series is young, and so we're excited to see this grow and, and become something uh, that, that draws more people in. So we have two exciting launch events uh, in this uh, next coming few weeks. The first one's going to be virtual, uh, and we're going to be joined by Father James Martin. Uh, on September 28th at 6.30. And for those watching on YouTube or Facebook, you can see the registration sites. You can go to athenaeumcenter.org backslash events. Uh, the first event is is free. So we really encourage you to, to come for this conversation. Our CEO, Sally Blount, will have a, a wonderful conversation here with um, with Father James Martin, who's a, the editor-at-large for America Magazine and a prominent uh, public intellectual on, on issues of faith. Um, and uh, reservations are open for, for this uh, event. Um, and, and so we encourage you to, to register right now. Katie, did you want me to talk about the second event as well? Should uh, I roll right into it? Go, go right ahead. And then I have All a, a right, question. Great. I have a question so, for Ann about how these two events were paired together. So please share with us the details, Matt, of that second event. Okay, and then yeah, I'll turn I'll, it back I'll, to Ann. I'll do Anne. the logistics real quick. So, so we know uh, gathering virtually is, is uh, attractive for some of it in our community. And we also know that gathering in person is really important, too. Uh, and so our second event takes advantage of that in-person nature. So we're going to attend the Athenaeum Center's presentation with uh, uh, New York Times op-ed columnist Ross Douthit. Uh, in conversation with the uh, editor of First Things, Rusty Reno. Uh, and so this kind of also exemplifies the kind of flexibility of the St. Martin de Port Society. Some of the events for the society we'll host ourselves, and some of them is bringing our Catholic Charities community together to attend in person other events that have interesting topics of, of faith and faith in action. Uh, and so the second event will be on October 3rd, and there will be a post-event reception for our specific St. Martin de Port's uh, community uh, after, the, after the show. Thank uh, so you, we're really Matt. excited to pair both of those, and I think um, can talk about more more why. Wonderful. So again, it's a September 28th online event and October 3rd in-person event at the Athenaeum Center. And you can register, anybody in the audience who's interested in attending these, you can register for both events at the Athenaeum Center website. It's A-T-H-E-N-A-E-U-M center.org slash events. Mm -hmm. And both events are there. Uh, and we'd be delighted to have you attend both events or just one, depending on your schedule. Um, but Anne, can, can I ask you to expand a little bit bit on the whole uh, idea of pairing these two events, an online and an in-person event, and the choice of speakers that, that are going to offer different perspectives on these issues uh, that are facing our nation and our world and our region here in Chicago. Absolutely. So we chose the Athenaeum. Um, they've been a wonderful partner in all of this, and it's a beautiful center for Catholic art, culture, and beauty. Um, to participate. And one of the most important aspects of the um, society is gathering people together and offering different 
different viewpoints. We have a faith community, we have volunteers, we have staff, we have, um, you know, donors and our um, those out in the community always sharing different perspectives. Um, so the point in, uh, so we hope to have two different perspectives, listen online, and then we hope you'll join us in person. Um, following the Ross to Thought reception, we're actually, um, event, we're actually doing a reception so everybody can gather together. And what we're hoping that you can meet up with old and new friends that you've been, you know, those who've been involved with Catholic Charities for years can connect with people they haven't seen in a while. Um, we've all been kept at home for a few years, so it's nice to be back out. Um, and continue that conversation, share those thoughts. And we think that it's really important to hear all those diverse perspectives because they're part of our faith community um, and to continue that and to learn from each other as we go forward. They really sound like two wonderful events. And if you'll please bear with us, we're gonna take a break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we can, can come right back, we're gonna continue our conversation with Ann Kelly Williams and Matt McCabe. You're listening to The Voice of Charity. Sunday, September 18, Catholic Charities is hosting a reunion for anyone who was involved in St. Vincent's Orphanage, the life-affirming agency that helped establish thousands of families at 721 North LaSalle Street in Chicago over 91 years. Tours of the building begin at 10 o'clock in the morning. Mass will be celebrated at noon with a reception to follow. Adoptees, adoptive parents, staff members, volunteers, and friends of St. Vincent's are all welcome to attend. These annual reunions offer adopted persons a chance to see where their lives began, where they were baptized, and to meet some of the people who cared for them. Everyone found love and support when they came to St. Vincent's. This event is free, but registration is required. Call 312-655-7093. That's 312-655-7093. say how can you spend your day with three-year-olds seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow this is a very rewarding job even though at the end of the day we're not the highest paid people on earth and when I have a parent contact me and say my child loves school that to me I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning because really you are changing lives you are molding lives shape the next generation of leaders teach Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Catholic Charities St. Martin de Porres Society offers meaningful conversation with compelling speakers to discuss the needs of our region, nation, and world, and the power of faith in meeting those needs. On Wednesday, September 28th at 6.30 p.m., Sally Blount and Father James Martin will participate in a special online event putting faith into action, becoming builders of a better world. To register for this free event, visit athenaeumcenter.org slash events. That's A-T-H-E-N-A-E-U-M center.org. You can also email us at partners at catholiccharities.net for more information. Join us as we learn more about the charitable works of the church and inspire each other to live our faith in new ways. 
Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we're having a wonderful discussion today about Catholic Charities' new St. Martin de Porres Society. It's a wonderful forum for dialogue and debate on issues in the church uh, and our response to it in today's world. Uh, with me is Ann Kelly Williams, who is a member of Catholic Charities' board of directors, um, and she's also the chairperson of the host committee for these two events. And also with me is Matt McCabe, Catholic Charities' executive director for strategic initiatives. Um, and Matt, before the break, we were talking about how to register for these two events. Can you tell me uh, or expand or paint a little bit of a picture as to who you hope might attend these events? Who do you think might get the most out of these conversations? Yeah, so we hope to see former uh, volunteers of Catholic Charities, current volunteers of Catholic Charities, uh, board members, past board members, uh, donors, supporters, or anybody who's intellectually curious about what does faith say about the big uh, issues of the day and, and how uh, we should engage with them, either as Catholics or as as, uh, as uh, people questioning what our role should be. Um, and so, you know, I, I would expect if you attend uh, our in-person event or the virtual event, that you'll see old friends that you may have connected with at previous Catholic Charities events. You also meet somebody new. And, and I think that's reflected in the wonderful host committee that Anne has put together. We have members of the junior board leadership, uh, as well as longtime supporters and donors. And and uh, just a really wonderful, rich diversity of those who are engaged in the Catholic Charities community. And what kind of feedback are you getting from people who've registered already? There's just a lot of excitement for this conversation in particular. I think the topic in particular feels really resonant and important in this moment as we emerge from a pandemic and thinking about what does our faith actually call us to do? And, you know, as you drive through Chicago or the surrounding area, you see a lot of need. Uh, but the question is, what what should our role be in responding to that need, either through Catholic charities or as individuals? And so I think people are resonating with the, the topic, uh, but I think also the speakers. Given the pandemic, there have been limited, more limited opportunities to engage directly with our CEO, Sally Blount, and certainly national speakers like Father James Martin and, and uh, Ross Douthat at the October 3rd event. And so I think people are excited to gather together and, and meet with one another and, uh, and see face-to-face -face and individually, you know, uh, what people have to say about these important topics. And so uh, really anyone can attend, right, Matt? It's not just people who are currently involved with Catholic Charities. We're really opening these up to the public and say this is a great opportunity to learn more about Catholic Charities' vision and, and our mission statement and, and all we do in Cook and Lake Counties, correct? Yeah, absolutely. We, if you are already engaged with Catholic Charities, we want to welcome you and, and have you be there and connect with our community even further. And if you're new and you've never attended, this is the, the first door to open and, and come through and find a way to get more engaged. But either way, we hope that you'll leave fired up and, and uh, you know excited about what you can do personally to have a positive impact uh, in the region and, and the world. And can I ask what the hopes are of the team putting this together? What, what's, what are some of the outcomes you'd like to see after these two events are over, Matt? I think we want to see people who are leaving better informed and engaged about the shape of need in the region, uh, but also, as I've said, that are excited to do the next thing. We have, uh, you know, as as Anne mentioned, this theme that Sally has repeated of God is young. We have new and emerging structures in our regional mission boards. We need more people to join us to, to participate and help lead uh, the way that we as individuals can engage with Catholic charity services. And so um, we hope that people will leave both intellectually fulfilled, but then personally fired up to to do more, uh, to do um, take the first steps to becoming engaged, whether volunteering or leading or joining a committee. Uh, and so um, yeah, we're just really excited to bring people together and, and kind of light that spark. 
and Anne is host of the chair of a uh, chairman of the host committee. Can I ask you to also add what kind of outcomes you hope to to see after these two events? Absolutely. You know, we built this um, these two events around builders um, becoming builders of a better world, which is uh, an expression that Pope Francis uses, which just really speaks to me. And we're very conscious, as Matt talked about, how the needs of our community have changed tremendously over the past two years, but the needs of our um, our volunteers and our partners in the communities have changed as well. And so part of the point of having this dialogue is that we want to listen to all voices. We want everybody to feel included and to share their questions and their concerns and find their own individual way to act upon their faith going forward. And so we're hoping by hearing from a variety of perspectives and then sharing that conversation with friends and neighbors, um, afterwards, they can they can be kind of move on their own faith journey um, and and find the best way that they can serve. What beautifully said, Anne. Um, and uh, you know, we should go back really and acknowledge our the saint that for whom this is being named. Saint Martin de Porres really is an ins inspirational uh, saint to uh, emulate. Matt, may I ask you to share a few uh, you know highlights of his life that we can all uh, learn a bit from and, and grow from. Yeah, so uh, St. Martin de Porres, I think one thing to acknowledge is that language is important and names are important. I think the name St. Martin de Porres for this particular society was intentional. And when you look at his life, you can really see see why. So he was born in Lima, Peru, uh, the son of uh, a formerly enslaved person uh, and was of mixed race and dealt with all of the, uh, the racism and, and challenges of, that that uh, upbringing brought uh, throughout his young life. And so when he wanted to actually join the Dominicans uh, and, and support um, their charitable works, he was initially rejected, but he, he was persistent and kept at it. And so the story of his life uh, from his late teens through his 20s and, and uh, until his martyrdom um, is a story of someone who is persistent in the desire to live out their faith in ways that help people. And some people consider him one of the earliest philanthropists because he was uh, on the street collecting, uh, you know, uh, donations that he could then redistribute uh, to, to those who are in poor uh, conditions in the city. Um, and I think important uh, for our current moment, he would set up uh, one of the first um, uh, orphanages in the city and then was also ministering to those who were, were sick. Uh, and one of the more famous stories he actually lays down with someone who is uh, clearly infected and sick and rather than keep them at arm's distance, he engages with them uh, directly one-on-one. -on -one. Um, and ultimately, uh, that's what causes martyrdom was uh, getting sick as well. But I think it's his lesson about how does your faith inform your action is one that's really salient here. And so we hope that those engaged in these next two event conversations will leave thinking not only the speaker's words, but also St. Martin de Poor's example and what it means for their own lives. And the timing of the launch is really so um, spot on because, as Anne mentioned earlier, we're all coming out of the pandemic. Everyone's lives have been changed. Everyone's perspectives have been changed about, about our work, but about also recognizing the needs of our neighbors. And so it, to me, it's just uh, he's an inspiring saint uh, to try to follow. Uh, but these two um, launch events are inspiring as well to, as Anne said, you know, get everyone out there talking, knowing that their opinion and their voice is not only welcome, but very much valued. So, um, you know, we, we talk about the power of faith and how it, it can help us serve God and our neighbors in need in incredibly meaningful ways. Um, can I ask you both to, to kind of share with our audience what the power of faith means to you? And may I start with you? Sure. Um, oh, my gosh, there's so many instances. If you went 
back through Catholic Charities, I could have you on for another half an hour, but I won't. Um, I'm going to speak to something um, recently um, within the last year or so, which has really brought back to me also the power of faith, the power of community, and the power of prayer. Um, you know, we had a health scare and um, I shared with, you know, kind of family and friends. And immediately we were on um, prayer lists at parishes throughout Chicago. And when you're going through that, and I know our clients have felt that when we gather them in prayer as we deliver the service. So it's really, you know, very thoughtfully, carefully, individually given to them. Um, you can feel that strength. You can feel God's love. Um, and it just really, um, you know, kind of, you know, it, it brings your faith to life in really incredible ways. And it carries you through difficult times, uh, correct? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So I'm a huge believer in prayer. Beautifully said. And and how about you, Matt? Is, is there uh, some way you can quantify what the power of faith means to you? Um, you know, when I think about this uh, the, this phrase, I, I think to me this is what makes Catholic Charities special. We, we There's a lot of great nonprofits and community organizations that do wonderful work caring for the least among us in Chicago. But what makes Catholic Charities special is that we're able to do it through the lens of faith uh, and with faith as sort of the foundation that, that guides that action. And I think to me, the you know simple definition of faith is the hope in the things unseen uh, and the, the belief that we can overcome challenges that we don't actually know the answers to yet. And I think for our incredible staff that work on the front lines, they're seeing these challenges that we don't really have a clear answer to, but they go each day and continue to work with the person who's in front of them. And I think that's what inspires me about working here is that faith that, you know, dictates how they behave on a day-to-day -day basis and how they serve and how they believe that they can make things better for the person who's with them. Uh, and so I think that's, I'm excited for this conversation to kind of build on those themes and hear about um, you know, how, how we can think about faith, faith in that context. Great words to think about, Matt. And I just want to share again that we're talking about Catholic Charities, St. Martin de Porres Society. Our two launch events are September 28th, which is going to be an online event, and October 3rd, which is going to be an in-person event um, held at the Athenaeum Theater and, uh, excuse me, Athenaeum Center um, for Thought and Culture. And so anybody who would like to register for both of these events, please go to A-T-H-E-N-A-E-U-M center.org slash events and register for the online or the in-person event. Um, and uh, Matt and Anne, I just want to say that under Sally Blount's leadership, you are onto something great here. So many people are looking for new ways to live out their faith, and the St. Martin de Porres Society is providing new ways for people to find the answer to that question in ways for, that work for them. Thank you for being on the show today, and we look forward to staying in touch as momentum continues to build for this new initiative. Again, anyone with questions about the St. Martin de Porres Society can email us at partners at catholiccharities.net or call 312-217-9145. And we will be delighted to, to share more information for you and help you register and uh, really make these two events a huge success. Again, thank you so much, Matt and Anne, for being with us today. Bye. Thank you, Katie. And we invite all of you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman, and we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. 
You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.